Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 69 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. Charity and I have switched voices this week. <laughs> Last week, I had a horse voice and... It's contagious. Charity has it this week. So don't confuse I've been working, us. Working hard to make sure I got my voice back, but it's not quite 100% yet. <laughs> I can understand you. I'm sure the Queendom can understand you. So no worries. Episode 69. What a fun number. It's my uh, favorite number. We have a lot to talk about. We told you September is stacked with new releases in the K pop world, and this is a Big week. Our boys a tease. Comeback. Zero. Fever part three. I can't wait to discuss this with you, Charity. We're big a tease fans. We're also going to review Lisa's solo debut is finally here. Lisa from Blackpink. This music video did ridiculous numbers this week. We're going to give you our review of that. And we have a review of Monsta X's new English song, One Day. Sticking with Monster X, Wanho has a new release, a new comeback from Wanho, Blue Letter. We're going to dive into that one. And we also have recaps and thoughts on two reality shows that we've been keeping you up to date with, 17 in The Soup and NCT 127, Life in Gap Young. There's a lot going on with these guys on these reality shows. Plus, we have tons of news to discuss, including our thoughts on the Video Music Awards the Met Gala. There's a lot happening in K-pop world this week. So we so need to much. dive in. Charity, other than The Voice, how are you doing this week? I'm good. Other than The Voice, things are good. <laughs> <laughs> Excited that falls almost amongst us. Yes. Been enjoying a lot of pumpkin flavored things, drinks, food, anything I can get my little hands on that's pumpkin I'm all about. See, I'm holding off. I don't get into like... It's been pretty warm. I still feel the summer vibes. So I'm still like in that middle ground of, oh yeah, it's fall. I can wear booties and closed-toed shoes, <laughs> but I still, I wore shorts yesterday. Like I'm holding on summer a little bit longer, but I like fall and I'm looking forward to it. Welcome to the Queendom, our loyal listening community. We're so happy to have you back. If this is your first time listening to the NYC K-Pop Queens podcast, Welcome. We're happy to have you. You'll hear us refer to Queendom. Since we're the New York City K-pop queens, we lovingly refer to our listening community as the Queendom. So if you'd like to become part of the Queendom, come back every Thursday when new episodes are released. And you can also follow us on social media, NYC K-pop queens, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow. Say hello. We'd love to meet you. Okay, speaking of Queendom, it's poll result time charity. So every week we um, ask questions on Twitter. We're interested in your opinions on stuff that we've spoken about or maybe stuff we're going to talk about this week. And we just kind of want to gauge the Queendom, see how you guys feel. Last week, Charity and I completely disagreed about the girls of Stacy. The comeback was Stereotype. It's been huge. They've picked up two show wins already for it. So congratulations to them. But I wasn't quite feeling it, and I said I vastly preferred ASAP. Charity completely disagreed. She wasn't into ASAP, but loved stereotype. So you know what that means. We had to take it to the queendom. We gave you three choices. ASAP, 
stereotype or neither song. You're not a fan. Okay, Queendom. This was a close one, Charity. 47% of the Queendom agreed with me. Yeah. (laughs) 47% chose ASAP. 42% chose stereotype. And 11% of the Queendom said neither. They're not a fan. Totally cool. Everything's not for everyone. We get it. But it was really close. So there's no right or wrong. It's just opinion. Uh, And stereotypes doing really well. Next one, this was just a really simple one, but we're going to talk about the MTV Video Music Awards a little bit. And on Sunday, we tweeted out, did you watch them? And 87% of the queendom said no. 87% (laughs) of you were like, I'm not watching the trash VMAs. Yeah. Hey, you probably made the right choice. Only 13% of you suffered through it, like me. We're going to talk about it later, but... That makes sense. There weren't any K-pop performers or presenters. So why would you watch? And then we're reviewing a tease in a few minutes here. We're going to talk about a tease. And they did a great marketing promotion. They did something very similar a couple of cycles ago where fans got to vote on the single. And it was Inception or Thanks. It was really exciting. They didn't do that for Fever Part 2. But for Fever Part 3, they brought it back. So fans have been voting. They've had videos with their like famous friends. It's really cool. The options, obviously, were Deja Vu or Eternal Sunshine. 67% of the queendom voted for Deja Vu. Yeah. 33% voted for Eternal Sunshine. Charity, which one did you vote for? Deja Vu. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I was really torn because I loved the visuals of Deja Vu. But the song, you know, the... 90 seconds of the songs we heard. I liked the sound of Eternal Sunshine, but I think Deja Vu was the smarter single for them. So Deja Vu and Deja Vu obviously won. That's the single we're reviewing tonight. So I think Atiyah's fans and the Queendom were in sync with this one. All right, speaking of the Queendom, it's time for some Queendom shout outs. We see where you're listening from every week. We have listeners from around the world. This is an amazing community of K-pop fans, and we really, really appreciate you. I think one of the coolest things about our listeners, Charity and I are clearly Maltese. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what that means. You're a K-pop fan. It means we're multi-fans. We like more than one group. We're very passionate about more than one group. And I feel like a lot of our listeners are similar. Yeah. And I say that because we don't get a lot of hate when maybe we have a negative review, when we don't vibe with something. I feel like there's a lot of real passionate music fans among our community, as opposed to maybe just kind of single, I love this group and we'll fight about this group. And that's just such a cool thing because a lot of times on social media with K-pop, you see a lot of kind of that behavior. And we just have a really friendly, warm, welcoming group of music lovers in this listening community. So just want to shout you all out for that. We appreciate you. Shout out to the Queendom in Washington, D.C., Indianapolis, Indiana, Houston, Texas. We always see you. St. Petersburg, Florida, Florence, Alabama, down in the deep south, Chicago, Illinois. We love you. Teresina, Brazil, Shout out to the Queendom in Cairo, Egypt, and Melbourne, Australia. We always see you in Australia. Thank you so much for listening. We love all of you. Appreciate you. All right. 
I'm rushing because I got to get into this. It's time to talk about a tease. The boys of a tease, the grand comeback fever part three mini album. This is the first thing they've put out since competing on kingdom. The single is called deja vu. Let's talk about the song and then we'll get into this insanely cool music video charity. What did you think about the song? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. It's such an a song. I love the beat, the synth in it. The chorus is so catchy. Yo song singing in that lower register. HJ and Mingi when they rap sound so sexy. I love the lyrics. Can we just talk about that for a moment? Yeah. I feel an endless thirst. Which place and which time? Um... Now and always. That's the place and time. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever, whenever. Wherever, whenever. It's that Janet Jackson song. Like, look it up. That would be our response to that. Very sexy, cool lyrics. I loved it. I loved it. I think it's a really cool song. At first, I wasn't sure about that chorus because it's a little lighter than the dark, intense sound I've come to expect from K-pop tracks like this. So it surprised me when we got into the chorus. I was like, oh, okay, what is this? And I actually love it. I think it's really catchy and memorable. And there's some that da-da-da part stays in your head. It's really infectious, and you'll be singing it all day. And it's just a different way to do kind of a hard, sexy song. Sonically, yeah. it doesn't. the music doesn't have to be that way. It can be light and kind of flowy. I thought that was a really interesting choice, and it worked. It's a good song. This was a great comeback for a tease. Refreshing, different, and they're showing that everything they do, it doesn't have to be that hard sound. They're so aggressive and hard and intense a lot of times. This is still aggressive, hard, and intense. Don't get me wrong. But the sound of it, there's a little lightness and flow to it that's different, and I love that. I think that was really, really smart. But it still sounds like them. Like It sounds like an a tease song. No question. No question. I mean, they... They've figured out their identity by now, so they can play around with different stuff, and it's still them. They know who they are, and they're more and more confident and comfortable. And I think a lot of that, too, comes from Kingdom. I think Mm -hmm. Kingdom was invaluable for these groups with their confidence and helping them figure out kind of the direction they want to go in or cementing the direction they're already doing. Atease was so good on Kingdom. I think we kind of got robbed a little bit. They really killed it, and they deserved better. but. The fun thing was kind of watching their theatrical performances. At mm-hmm. tease, they're very, they're showmen and there's, yeah. there's a show. And that's a perfect segue into the music video conversation because this was, this is a movie and we're continuing the storyline. There's a lot to unpack, a lot. And I want to talk about all of it because, wow. Okay. <laughs> Charity, this music video... They looked hot AF first off. Like, first off, we must talk about that because, wow, wow. They look fantastic. I love the styling. Um, It's really dark, obviously. The whole thing is dark. They look dark and kind of hard and all business. They're serious. Mm -hmm. But I love the choreography. I love this choreography so much. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to the T's choreographer. I watched the dance practice video today, and it's phenomenal it's so cool it's so sexy but again it's a lot of grounded and smooth movements 
instead of the always really hard, fast, precise stuff. They blend those two really well in the choreography. Love the tempo changes. Really stuff. Oh, well, San is doing some hip stuff that's (laughs) out of this world. (laughs) Wow. Yanho comes up and does that slutty move. I'm like, what yes, is this? Yes. What are you doing? Uh, and can we please talk about Yung Song's abs? When did he get uh-huh. so cut? I don't know. When don't did know, this happen? Like, I this is so not hot. the same person as the Inception video. I don't know where he went. Like, he's <laughs> he's at private school still, and this kid's like out of college at the gym every day. He looks insane. I was wow. Uh, with that ab reveal. So shout out to him and his personal trainer. He is killing it, killing it. Can we also talk about how they gave us dancing (gasps) in the rain charity, our favorite thing ever. I already was like, Ooh, I love this music video. Ooh, (laughs) Ooh, look at this. And then it's a dancing in the rain, wearing hot outfits. They're wearing those really hot suits insane and then there's that part in the choreography where san and Wu young fight oh my yes. god oh like my tosses god him. Young just like this. tosses him i can't do this way young no no what? no 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 mister <laughs> so i figured out you all know Young's my bias i i love him but there's something with him and i don't know if i've ever mentioned this before but he always looks like he's gonna fight like he yes, has that you have mentioned it yeah he yeah. looks like he's gonna fight he has that smirk on his face that like real badasses make before they just pop someone in the face. Like he's not going to talk. He's going to fight. And he always has that look. And I think it's so hot. And then during the choreography, when he did that, I was like, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> At uh, first I thought he was biting son. I was like, nope. did he bite him? What did he do? He was fighting him. Throwing <laughs> him out of the way. Get out of here. Oh, Ooh, so funny. I loved that. That whole thing was just awesome. And then we have to talk about like... Okay, holla tease. Because yes, if there's one yes. thing with the tease, they're not going to let go of their storyline. They are telling yeah. one of the most intense storylines um, in all of K-pop right now because this is a prequel to a lot of the stuff that they've already released. So we're going back in time before all this other stuff. And, you know, there's two different worlds. There's two different teases, good and holla. It's a lot. If you don't know it, I get that this sounds crazy and confusing. But if you do know it, Wow, do they feed us good content. Okay. I have a lot a lot of theories here. But that choreography I was just talking about. And this is going to get deep and crazy, so bear with okay. me. I think, so there's like a member that betrayed them, right? And I'm positive now it's Wu Young. And in that fight choreography, it looks like Wu Young initiated it. Mm-hmm. And my theory is, it's not really Wu Young, because Wu Young would never. He's so nice. It's Hollow Woo Young. And Hollow Woo Young has been the one that's been with them since like two albums ago. And he's the one that's always initiating the bad stuff for them and like effing things up. And now they're like in the underworld and he's like not even trying to hide it in front of the other members. He's like, I'll fight him in front of you. It's me. Like it's a bold moment in the Atiz world. Also, during HJ's part, someone walks in front of the camera for a split second dressed in all black. And I thought that was really cool. Like it was the man in black. It was him. Isn't that HJ? It's just yeah, they it had was a him. reveal of his face. It was him. So it, it was Is he the man in black? Well, it was the evil him. It was Hala. 
It was hollow at tease because they're still in the evil world. You know, the blues yeah. and the blacks, they're still down there. They're, this is hollow at tease world, but they're there because they've been transferred there. But I thought that the man in black was different than HJ's hollow self. I don't know. I think a man in black could be all of them or it could just be, hmm, no, I don't know. Because I thought that that was like a reveal, like now we finally see the man in black's face and it's HJ. I don't think so. I think the man in black represents the holla of all of them. Okay. And it makes okay. sense that his holla version would walk in front of him because yeah. his holla version's there. Then he follows him, you know? Like they're in the holla tease world during yeah, this yeah. music video and HJ's like kind of confronting his holla tease. And then at the end, Mr. Buff. Yo song. He has the hourglass thing and he shatters it. And in yeah. shattering the hourglass, that means the rest of them get to go back to the nice world. But I believe that he then sacrificed that he's still staying there. And I think that's why he's like, he's the one that's like trapped in the block of ice in that one music video. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's what I think is happening here, guys. There's so much to unpack. And I'm still like such a novice in this holiday's world. But I love the whole concept of it. I think this is so cool and so smart. It's endlessly interesting. Yeah. And I love that there's like one that betrayed them. I love the whole thing. I love it so much. But I'm positive it's my man that was the betrayer. I'd like to think, <laughs> I'd like to think that it was the evil version of him. You love a villain. Duh. And that's why he's like smirking and making those faces at the camera. He's like letting us know it's the bad me. But I'm like, Will Young, I know that that's also part of you, but whatever. I love the storyline. I think it's really smart. This was such a cool, well-executed video. They're in their bag with this. This is this is a tease, and this is why we love a tease. It's dramatic, it's different, and it all works. I love that they always continue the storyline. Like even in yes. some videos where you're like, is it, is it not? They don't like let it go, like some groups. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, oh, yeah, I'm trying yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to oh, yeah. get them on there. Yeah. We all artists, man. We go you feel me? We gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with this I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I got lie, don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Yes, yes, we are not gonna end this. There's a story, and we're yeah. not ending it, and we're gonna like really reveal the whole story because, like, at this point too, they're not even on the pirate ship. You know, that came much later. They're still, like, in an underworld of, like, that city yeah. and, like, the train. Oh, my goodness. That evil pirate ship and thanks. Don't think I forgot it, everyone. I'm so scared. <laughs> that, I'm so scared of the Atee's evil pirate ship. It's creepy. But anyways, <laughs> for people that I don't know what it. we're talking about, <laughs> so crazy. Great storyline. Great song and music video. Really impressed. This was definitely the right choice for the single. But let's talk about Eternal Sunshine and the rest of the songs on the album. Time to break down our favorite songs. 
I really liked Eternal Sunshine. I thought it was a happy, soaring summer song. Yes. I loved Rocky. Oh my gosh. It's about the movie. I love the intense rock influence in it. I love the electric guitar at the end. And I absolutely, absolutely, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you love this song too, Not Too Late. Yeah. The piano intro is so beautiful. It's such an incredibly heavy song, but it's also so beautifully sung and it's just their voices sound incredible we can talk about that one I feel like we should talk about that song separately yeah um, yeah because of the topic but yeah those are my songs what about yours I love eternal sunshine too deja vu was the smart choice and especially with timing because this would have been a great summer song you released this song in June I love it it was released too late uh yeah but what a great chorus just you know that happy light hopeful sound And y'all know, I love a good happy song. This is on my happy playlist, high energy. (laughs) And when you watch the comeback showcases, they had so much fun performing this one. And it's nice to see that because I feel like a lot of their performances are so theatrical and intense. It's nice to see when they're just kind of hopping around on stage and playfully doing the choreography and you can tell they're having fun. So this one's just such a happy song. Great way to start the album. Deja Vu is obviously on there for me. Love Not Too Late. I'm going to get into it in a second. But the song for me on this album, by far, is All About You. This is a great song. It's a modern, like, pop, mid-tempo ballad. Not even ballad, mid-tempo pop song. It's just so nice. It's so nice. The sound of it is really cool. It reminds me of Bazi. It sounds like one of his songs. And it sounds like what love feels like. And I'm absolutely in love with this song. It's just a really perfect pop song, in my opinion. I've listened to it nonstop all week, and it's the song I go back to. I love All About You. That's my song on this album that's like, chef's kiss. It's just perfect. I think All About You is a perfect, perfect song. To me, this is stronger than part two. I really like Fever part three. I didn't hate part two. It was really good. But every song on this album, I think, is strong you know there's no bad songs or no songs I'm skipping so yeah yeah there's really not a bad song on this album yeah let's talk about the lyrics of not too late I knew this was a sad song when I heard it but I didn't I thought it was gonna be a breakup song I didn't feel the gravity of the lyrics in the music so when I read the lyrics uh, my jaw was on the floor I think you can take it different ways but you know it's a very Honest and vulnerable song talking about a really dark place and being very open with the specifics of that, which I admire so much. I thought HJ's verse was heartbreaking. Obviously, he wrote this. The song's just about like feeling, you know, really depressed and alone and kind of searching for the light. And, you know, that's a a theme that comes up in a lot of K-pop songs. Interestingly enough, people think K-pop is so fluffy and light. A lot of these guys pour their hearts out, guys and girls. And there's a lot of vulnerability about a subject matter that a lot of people don't talk about. It's, yeah. um, it's not shared a lot. A lot of sad songs are more about heartbreak. But I find in a lot of the sad K-pop songs, it's about personal internal struggles. And a lot of times that comes with anxiety and depression. I thought this was especially poignant knowing that Mingy has just come back into the group after struggling with this. Yeah. So it felt 
really like timely. And there's a lot that goes into those feelings. I love HJ's verse where he's talking to his parents. I'm fine, mom and dad. Yes, I'm eating well. I know it was my choice. Like, it's one of those things like, you know, he's alone in his room, depressed and talking to his parents. And you can picture that conversation of like, well, you wanted to move to Seoul and pursue this. Yes, I know I did, but it's, you know, I'm still, I'm struggling and this is really hard. Like, I think that's very relatable to a lot of people chasing a dream or to a lot of people who've just left the nest and having a tough night on the phone with their parents crying. I know I can relate to that. And it felt really, um, uh, I I can't get the words out. It just, uh, it resonated with me and it felt so personal and vulnerable instead of a wide, I'm depressed. I hope I feel better. I think when you can get very specific with your pain, sometimes that resonates more than the universal themes. And this song had that for me. I was just shocked at how, not explicit because it wasn't explicit, but in the sense that they really put out there uh, what they wanted to talk about. And I don't know many K-pop groups that have done that. And I'm just very impressed that they would tackle this subject matter because it is very triggering. It is very heavy. It is not like a sexy topic to talk about at all, you know, but it's something that I feel like we all need to discuss and you shouldn't feel ashamed about it. And you shouldn't feel like you're a weirdo for having these feelings. And because the more that you normalize these feelings, the less people might feel hopeless because they'll be able to know, Hey, these K-pop idols are singing about this. They must know what that feels like too. And that might make someone feel like they're not alone in that feeling. Even if no one talks to them about it, even if they just hear this song, it's a way for them to relate and to not feel so isolated, which a lot of people feel like when they're in that situation. um, Nobody understands. They feel like no one understands. Nobody understands. There's no way out. Your friends don't understand. Your family, they don't get it. That advice like talk to somebody, you know, like I'm always here for you. I'm always here to talk. I get that. But sometimes that so, even makes people feel even more isolated because the yeah. people they're talking to don't understand. They've never, exactly. they've never had those feelings. So yes, yeah. great point. Like putting it out there this specifically mm-hmm. gives people permission to say me too. Yeah. And wow, is that liberating to know I'm not the only one who has really felt like I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It's very brave. It's It's so brave. brave. And it's not a fun topic to talk about. It's not sexy. But like you said, we need to talk about it. The more you can talk about it and not feel like a weirdo, you shouldn't feel embarrassed to admit you've had thoughts that you don't want to be here anymore. But it is embarrassing because nobody else around you has and people look at you weird or people say, oh my God, really? A lot more people than you think (laughs) have had those nights, those mornings, those weeks, those months, those years that are a struggle. And it's also a reminder to all of us, don't know what's going on behind closed doors Mm -hmm. in someone's life. Be kind. A way to cope with the world is to put on a show. And a lot of people do that. And what's going on behind closed doors can be very dark. So maybe people you think have a perfect life and are really happy and great are in the same exact position as you. And you would never know it. And the more we can open up the conversation the more it can help everyone. So yeah, I agree. I think this is so brave. It reminds me of lyrics like Han from Stray Kids has written. Yeah. Yungi. Yungi's um, talked about stuff like this. So 
a shout out because, you know, that's not something that's going to go away. You know, hopefully coronavirus will go away. Yeah. Trigger warning, I'm going to say the word, but suicide's not going to go away. And yeah. unfortunately, a lot of us know people have lost people or maybe personally, you know, been in that struggle. So the more you can kind of hear the exact thoughts you've had sung back to you, I think the more that makes you, yeah, go, okay, maybe no one around me gets me, but this guy in Korea <laughs> just wrote yeah. this song. He gets me. He knows how I feel. And like you said, that's not like the biggest answer. It's not going to fix everything, but to know somebody else understands that exact feeling. What a gift. Very much so. Thank you, Atiz. Thank you so much for putting this song out there. And seriously, like, thank you so, so much. It means the world to more people than you know. Yeah, I loved it. As soon as I was listening to it and then I was reading the lyrics, I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. Just wow. Just floored in the best way. Like it was just, uh, I feel very proud of them for singing about this topic. Yeah. So many people talk about it, but that somehow isn't always the same thing because some fans might not watch every interview. They might not, you know, like- Totally. They might not see every speech, but to put it in a song that will live in the world forever. Totally. For someone to find. Someone can find it, read the lyrics. It's just- Exactly. And again, I just love how specific it is. Broad Mm -hmm. topic, but those specific moments of that conversation with his parents and those things. Yeah. That nails it home. I think a lot of times when people sing these songs, skating around an issue or trying to universally appeal- it still feels like, well, this person doesn't really get how I feel. Yeah, they've ne- they've yeah. never been there. When you put in the specifics of it, wow, is that powerful. It's, yeah. It makes me want to cry even talking about it. Yeah. So powerful, so meaningful, and so helpful. And just a reminder of how, why music's important. You know, we do our podcast talking about K-pop, and it, that can sound really frivolous and not meaningful to some people. But with songs like this, with shared experiences of the conversation we're having now, and that I'm sure some of our listeners out there can relate to this song and understand what we're talking about, it's powerful. I mean, this is, music is everything. So, so, so cool. And what what a great comeback. I'm just really proud of Atiz. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I want to give a shout out too to Songwa and San for their vocals on this album. Because, oh my God, right? right? Because like we already know, Jung Ho is a beast. Like, yeah. I mean, trust me, I'm not taking anything away from any of the other members, and he's insane. There's he's in his own category. Uh, always infinite shout outs to him for his vocals. But I noticed Songwa and San stood out to me so much throughout the album. When they would come in on certain parts, I'm like, oh, is that nice? Yeah. So congratulations to them. They killed it. Mingy, we're so happy to have you back. So happy to so see happy him to have Minnie back. Oh. He looks great. He sounds great. I mean, this is just wonderful to see. Groups aren't the same when someone's missing, and to have everyone back together, it just feels like. Ugh. But I do have to say, it is so impressive that Stray Kids and Atiz can go forward for a long time missing a member. Yes, you notice it. But oh, but it they still killed it. Yeah. You don't feel like, ugh, you know, like you don't feel this letdown of, there's not like it's a gaping hole left. 
Well, I don't no. know, Charity. When Hyunjin was goddamn kicked up, I had a breakdown every week on the episodes. So <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, <laughs> Queendom knows I, mean, I felt a real. I was but devastated. They still, like came through and won. It wasn't oh, like yeah, they, yeah. They, they let that like hinder them yes. or or show a hole in the armor. But yeah, um, no. Performance wise, they're able to fill in, and it doesn't. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah. But gosh, when those people come back, you're like, oh my god. Exactly. Yeah. But it just, I, I think it's a testament to how strong the unit is yeah. that they can shift and adapt, and other people can step up to help fill the void of that person being missed. And some groups, I feel like it would be difficult to lose a member. Yeah. Um. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's certain ones you can't. That's why it yeah. also helps to have. The size of the group is very important. I mean, there's so much that goes into all of this, so many elements. I also think like in bringing up Stray Kids, it's really interesting to see these Gen 4 groups. You know, the fourth generation groups are beasts. We've got K-pops in good hands. And I initially always thought that they were all competing against each other, right? Like T by T, Stray Kids, a tease. And what I've learned this year with all of the releases these guys have put out they offer something so different and they each bring something so different to the table. They're not competition for each other. They're not, you guys. Like there's room for all of these groups to have massive success. Yeah. They're competing against themselves. They're competing against the industry, you know? Like they're not, <sighs> Stray Kids aren't a tease's biggest competition. A tease is yeah. a tease's biggest competition. T by T isn't Stray Kids competition. You know, like, it's easy to pin all these groups against each other and all these competitions of who's the biggest selling and who's the it boy of fourth generation. And we all have our opinions, but we all have our opinions because we have different music taste because all these groups are giving us stuff that's so vastly different. There's something for everyone and there's room for all of them. And me as a super fan, that's just such a relief to me. I feel like I don't have to pick because they're, you know, it's sync and Backstreet Boys. You yeah, don't have to, you yeah. don't have to pick. It's like, the sounds are different. The visuals are different. Everything's different. So you can love and appreciate them all. Fourth generation is bringing it. Love it. So proud of them. Okay, we've got to move on to bias chat. I'm guessing your bias didn't change. No, I love San still. He's still my bias. And uh, your song is definitely still my wrecker. Yeah, Ooh, your did song he come came through. through. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Your song came through. Like last time I was like, I don't know if he's my wrecker anymore. Nope. Oh, Re- oh. Really? Um, uh-huh. <laughs> obviously, oh. Wei Young's, Young's still my bias. Obviously, I love him so much. I think this was a great showcase for him. Uh, his dancing was fantastic. His specific outfits were phenomenal. Thank yeah. you, stylist. Wuyang looked great. Wu's still my bias. And yeah, record definitely your song. And I'm also putting San up there for me. I'm Ooh. Yeah. San Love it. I mean, he's always been hot, but like vocally, he really yeah. when I watched them perform not too late, he had one ad lib that was so perfect. I was like, that's it. This guy's on my list. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, Son's moved on up. So congratulations, Son. You're on my record list now. <laughs> I know you're listening. I know you all listen. It's what you all want to get the bias or record designation from one of us. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Oh, you're on, you that, on that record list. <laughs> I don't think anyone's taking over for Wu Young. But oh, you funny. never know. You never know. Yeah, crazy things happen, believe me. <laughs> On this podcast. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Before we move on from discussing the album, let's play a clip of the single for yes. the Queendom to listen to. This is Deja Vu by A Tease. <laughs> that da 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 part it's just like yes 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 it's so cool so cool oh congratulations to tease awesome comeback very proud of you i'm gonna figure out this storyline i love the storyline i want to figure out the whole thing so i'm gonna be watching some videos and on twitter love it thank you for posting theories to everybody because that's what helps me figure it out i'll like read different theories and be like i don't know or i'll be like that's the one i think think this is what's going on but i'm calling it will young my bias is a bad boy and he's the betrayer but only hollow will young let's not ruin his name he would never (laughs) we know how nice he is anyways okay it's a time for our favorite segment charity Queendom, you know what it is. Y'all know what we're gonna, about to do. It's quiz, quiz time. time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Spicy. <laughs> oh, spicy. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, I've had a lot of coffee today. Uh, I'm real excited to talk about K-pop. So you guys are going to get one of those episodes. So buckle up because there's a lot coming up. But first, <laughs> we're going to talk about... A tease. We're sticking with a tease for this quiz charity. Y'all know how much we love a tease. It's kind of hard to find an a tease quiz we haven't done because we've talked about them quite a bit on this podcast. But this one is called Which Tease Member Should Be Your Bias Based on Your Favorite K-Pop Groups. So they're going to tell us, oh, you like these groups? Based on your musical taste and stuff, you should like him. Ooh. Interesting. I know. I'm a little bit nervous for this one. Fighting words. I know. And I'm nervous Uh because I don't know if Wu and I have the same taste. I think evil Wu Young and I would. Hollow Wu Young. (laughs) Like we all know my perfect bias is hollow Wu Young. But (laughs) unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be a choice. So we will see. Do you think you will get Son? I hope so because I feel like he's perfect for me. Mm -hmm. BuzzFeed's about to raid on your parade, Missy. Right? Like they did last week. (laughs) Well, Wow and I are still having fun dates, just so you know. Um, Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I got Charity's bias on the quiz last week, uh, if you didn't <laughs> listen. If you're new to the podcast, we do a quiz every week, just to break it up. Let's have some fun. Usually the quizzes come from BuzzFeed, so shout out to BuzzFeed and the content creators that make these lovely quizzes. A link to the quiz we're taking right now is in the description of the podcast. So if you want to play along with us in real time, please do. And then head on over to Twitter. Let us know who you got. We will post the quiz there as well. Okay, Charity, are you ready to get started? Yes. Simple questions tonight. Pick a girl group. Twice, Red Velvet, CLC, or Mamamoo? I'm going to go with Twice. I'm going to go with Red Velvet. Pick another girl group. EXID, Blackpink, G-Friend, or Girls' Generation? Hmm. Girls' Generation. 
I'm going to go with G Friend because I liked their last. Yeah. Comeback. Yeah. No. That was that was a fun one. Okay. Now a boy group. This is going to be really hard for us. Mm-hmm. BTS, Stray Kids, XO, or Ace. Like, this is hard. Uh, okay. I'm going to do Stray Kids. <sighs> Fine. For the sake of being different, because I was going to do Stray Kids. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back to the boys of BTS. Okay. And another boy group, NCT. Forgive me if it's actually VAV. I don't know if it's VAV or VAV. Um, 17 or Monster X. Ugh, we're talking about three of these groups coming up in the podcast. Um, another very difficult one. But I'm so excited for NCT's comeback. I've got to pick them right now. Monster X. Got to go with my boys. Okay. Now it's time to pick another girl group. Itzy, Everglow. IZ1 or Luna? Ooh. Everglow. Yeah. I'm going with Everglow too. I just yeah. love them. And finally, pick a boy group T by T, One Us, a Tease, or One the Nine. Forgive me if I did not say that right. Um, I've never heard of them. <laughs> shade. Um, well, I haven't. <laughs> I've got, it's an A Tease quiz. I'm going with my boys A Tease. Yeah, same, same. <gasps> Oh my God, it's meant to be. Sorry. Ooh. What'd you get? Obviously, I got way young. It's meant to be. Uh, we're in love. Oh my God, we're in love. We're going to get married. Oh. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I never, oh my God, I'm so excited. I did not think this was going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Oh, that's okay. Exciting. Sorry. Sorry, Charity. Who did you get? I got Hung Joon. Okay. Which is totally that, fine. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I like him. He probably has great music taste too. So, okay. Well, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I just freaked out like a five-year-old. Anyways, uh, (laughs) let us know who you got. Did you get your bias like Emily? I'm so excited. Uh, Let us know who you got. We'll post the quiz on Twitter. Thank you for playing along. And thank you for BuzzFeed for providing this lovely quiz. And thank you to Atiz for providing us amazing music. Congratulations yes. on this comeback. We both loved it. Awesome job. Okay, let's totally switch things up, Charity. Lisa from Blackpink. Her debut has been a long time coming. It took forever to get here, and it finally came out. In true YG Blackpink fashion, the debut album is two songs. So here we go. Uh, the single is called La Lisa. Let's uh, talk about the song, and then we'll talk about the music video because I have kind of different thoughts for both of them. So let's talk about the song. So the song was, it was a bit all over the place and not in a good way. There's a lot of (laughs) tempo changes that didn't go together. It didn't flow for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Agreed. The only thing that did salvage the song for me a bit is that chorus is super catchy. Yeah. Um, It did get stuck in my head all weekend. Yeah. And I love how, you know, badass and sassy she is, but that's, but that's not all the I song. really liked about this yeah, song. That's no, the I know, but that's, yeah. that's it. It was too chaotic. It did yes. not flow. It was very abrupt. The changes, not a fan. I'm happy you said that because I was thinking, first of all, I think it sounds like a lot of Blackpink songs, right? Yeah. They all are starting to sound the same. It's very clear Teddy produced this. It's very clear who's yeah. writing this stuff. It's clear yeah. who's behind it. And that's no shade to him because he's created a winning formula. But boy, is it boring for the listeners. There's nothing new and different. And it sounds like they tried to do something new and different. 
And yeah, to me, it's funny people call Stray Kids noise music because to me, this was them trying to do noise music, mm-hmm. but didn't layer it as well. No. And it not just at all. sounded like, what is happening here? I also thought they really bit from MIA. If you guys know who MIA is, I'll go ahead and put a song in the playlist so you can compare. But boy, was there some heavy inspiration. From M- <laughs> the second it started, I was like, okay, so we're doing an MIA track. Unfortunately, it didn't stay on that route. I think I would have enjoyed that more. This just wasn't, <laughs> this just went all over the place, like you said, not in a good way. And it yeah. really sounded to me like very generic pop rap. Yeah. If I was listening to it without knowing anything about her or who she is, I would not have liked this song. I wouldn't be blown away. I wouldn't say, who is this girl? Wow. Yeah. It doesn't show anything off, like great vocals or rap skills. It's just kind of like, uh, okay, underwhelming. Yeah. But honestly, it was kind of what I was expecting. Same. Same. No, I, I completely agree with you. But I was I was hoping to be pleasantly surprised. I was hoping for yeah. something different. Yeah. And it was exactly what I was expecting. I don't think we're ever going to get anything different. I think no, they have I their agree. cash cow. I agree. I don't want to mess with it. With every girl, they're going to do the same thing. Even with Rosé, that bizarre choice that they put out for her single didn't match with kind of the singer-songwriter vibe we initially thought they were going to go for. Yeah, this is the formula for Blackpink and the Blackpink girls. And let's be honest, there are a couple groups out there that could put out the ABCs and they're going to have the most views on YouTube and the song's going to hit numbers. That's Blackpink and BTS. No matter what they put out, the loyal fans are going to say, this is the best thing I've ever heard. What a queen. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter what they put out at this point. So congratulations to them. They're making money. But from an actual musical standpoint, it didn't work. They were trying to do too much. And maybe maybe they're trying to appeal to a lot of people. But with mass appeal comes very little room for (laughs) artistry. Yeah, well. I just feel like you can't be very artistic or really experimental because... Because you're trying to appease the world. Yeah, you have to appease. It has to be very... It has to be boring. It has to be boring. Yeah. And generic. And yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's like anything that would be on the radio here. It totally, totally. I mean, this isn't like, exactly. This isn't a song that's like, I can't believe this got released. It's so bad. Not what we're saying at all. It's just very generic and actually sonically it doesn't work. It's not layered well. There's a lot that's really not great. And again, this doesn't showcase for someone's solo debut. Is she a singer? Is she a rapper? She better kill it. I want you to kill that verse. I want you to kill those vocals. None of that for me happened. It all just was like, all right, cool. Okay. And also I just want to hit too the La Lisa she says it over and over again. What's my name? So your name's La Lisa now? I'm confused. No, your name's weird. Lisa. Your name's Lisa. And the solo album's Lisa. So why is the whole branding of this La Lisa? Like, I don't know if they're trying to do like Fergalicious or something, but we know. all knew Fergie's name. And that wasn't like, it, it was just, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah. It's just a very, uh. very weird chorus. Again, very catchy, but I don't, just say Lisa. Why is it La Lisa? I never knew she went by La Lisa. No, she doesn't. But for the sake of the song, she does. <laughs> from now. And like, and that's fine. But you better walk around calling yourself La Lisa from now on. 
Right. <laughs> you go back to Lisa after having the entire thing be La Lisa with big bold letters. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> so the song we both were not fans of. Let's move on to the video because I think for Lisa, the video is the selling point, right? I mean, she looks amazing. Looks beautiful. Um, I love the outfits, the different like scene changes. Yes. But again, it, like, I, I mean, it's just, there's no con. The concept is cool looking outfits, cool scenes. Pretty, pretty girl. Pretty, yeah. Yep. It's just like a normal kind of very Western concept of there's no concept. Yeah. No, um, it is. And yeah, it was fine. Big budget. Um, it's big budget. Yeah. A lot of money, a lot of gorgeous outfits. Gorgeous. Like she looks, literally, she looks beautiful. The styling, yeah. stunning. I loved a lot of the costumes. I thought the beanie, the oversized hoodie look was very cool. Mm-hmm. The traditional tie outfit, gorgeous. Yeah. The choreography is great. Lisa's a great dancer and mm-hmm. she killed the choreography. It's just, you know, we're used to seeing her kill the choreography and look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Lisa. She's a great dancer and she's gorgeous. And okay, nothing's changed. She's still pretty and a good dancer. <laughs> I mean, it gave me exactly what I thought it was going to give me. Same. So, same. It's fine. It's not bad. I can see why her fans love this and they're eating it yeah. up. And like, and she's not biased, but I mean, she's definitely not in my ults whatsoever. And that's no shade to her. It's just Blackpink is not a super alt group for me. Mm-hmm. I like them. They put out good stuff, but I'm not moved by anything they do. I was just going to say, I think that's what it is because I love them. But at this yeah, point, I'm, I'm getting a little moved. tired. I'm, yeah. I'm getting a little tired of it. And I don't connect emotionally with them in any way, shape, or form. It's just, okay. Very pretty. Songs about being a badass. Every single song. And it reminds me of a lot of the Western rap music that I don't like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rich. I have money. All your girls want me. Every song's about that. There's no substance. And people will be like, but I like the beat. That's fine. I'm not in it for just one thing. I want it all to flow together and I need lyrics and performance that feels Mm -hmm. genuine. And yeah, Blackpink's starting to get there with me as well, where it's just like every song is just kind of these braggadocious, I'm that girl type of songs, which- Yeah. And again, it's fine if that's what you want. A lot of people like it. Exactly. And the minority, which is, again, that's also too, this is just our perspective. This is our, it's very subjective opinion. Yeah. It doesn't resonate with us in the same way that uh, like the AT stuff does. That's for exactly. sure. Well, also though, like I mentioned like Fergalicious, right? Let's talk about yeah. Fergie. She has London Bridge and Fergalicious and all of these really kind of ballsy rap singing songs. But she also had Boys Don't Cry on that song, on yes, that album. Yes, Which is a devastatingly heartbreaking, a slow song where she showed off her vocals. She had Variety. There's no variety here with these girls. We're getting the same thing every single time. And and you just get tired. I'm just tired. I just want like some emotion and some heart. And they don't really have the opportunity to show that because the songs don't lend themselves to that. I think it's a double-edged sword. I think they found success because they had such a different formula from all the other girl groups. Mm -hmm. But they've stayed to that formula so true that now it's like, okay, uh, and again, yeah, everyone else loves it. We're definitely in the minority, but this just did nothing for me. Visually, she's gorgeous. Visually, watching the video, great. I get why people like it, not my cup of tea. But when you're just listening to the song, it's like, eh. it didn't work for me. 
And the other song. Oh, let's talk about it. Money. I'm just going to be honest what I wrote. Boring and unoriginal. Yep. Here's some of what I wrote. There's nothing here. The lyrics. I want to spend money. I have so much money. Dollar bills. I love the way that feels. (laughs) These are the lyrics. Yeah. Um, It's no substance, all flash. No substance. That's fine. fine. What pulled us into K-pop was different. Yes. Yes. And this is like you said, like every other kind of rap music that's very Western, doesn't really resonate with me, not my thing. And that's why this to me just, and I love Lisa. Lisa's my bias in Blackpink, but I'm just not into these songs. The songs are bad. They did not get added to my playlist. No, no. the songs are bad. No. And I also want to say too, Lisa gets a lot of credit for her flow. Listen to this Money song and tell me that that's a good rapper. It's not. Mm. Her flow sounds so basic. It sounds like Iggy Azalea. So take that yeah. as you will. That's what this is. Iggy Azalea put out a new song. That's what this sounded like to me. This isn't high level anything, but definitely not high level rap. And there's some women MCs that can really spit. This isn't a sexist comment. This is not a good flow. If she's supposed to be one of the best rappers in K-pop and one of the best female rappers, this project did not show that. If anything, it hurt her credibility in my eyes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play this for my hip hop friends ever. No. It's, no. it's embarrassing to me. So this was a huge miss in my eyes. Um, I know Blinks will completely disagree. That's fine. That's, That's why fine, you love yeah. her. That's fine. You love her. You support her. I get it. I like Lisa. I think she has a good personality. I think she's gorgeous. Great dancer. This project didn't highlight her in the best way they could have, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion. I feel like the YG uses the black pink girls as like Barbie dolls and they just put them in a spot, have them do some stuff. And then it's all the costume and effects and everything else around them. So it's kind of a shame, but it's not a shame for them. It's clearly worked. Yeah. They're making the money. They're making tons of money, (laughs) breaking records, all that stuff. Um, I just think from a critical music standpoint, this wouldn't be the best song ever to critics ears. Yes, uh, yes. But, you know, whatever. Everyone has an opinion. So we're going to play the song so Queendom can form their own opinion. <laughs> this is La Lisa by Lisa. Say La Lisa, love me, La Lisa, love me, hey. Call me La Lisa, love me, La Lisa, love me, hey. Oh, I try to add it to my touch on a go. The lattice in the room. To say La Lisa, love me, La Lisa, love me, hey. Call me La Lisa, love me, La The chorus is super catchy. It gets stuck in my head a lot. I will say that. It does. So that's what I will But kind of like say. a grating, <laughs> whining thing that I can't wait to get out of my head. It's not like, yay, this is in my head. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So. Clearly we weren't the audience for this, so. <laughs> but we are. Like, I, I really yeah. liked Blackpink, the album. When we reviewed that around this yeah. time last year, I think I that was October. I liked it. I loved those songs. I love a lot of stuff they've put out I mean I really do and I yeah yeah. I think like we talked about I think I'm just tired of the same old same old yeah yeah I just need something fresh and different from Blackpink at this point I'm just tired of it but you know again we're the minority I'm sure uh Lisa broke records on YouTube with this so 
It resonates with a lot of people. <laughs> um, okay. And congratulations. Like I hate negative reviews. Always feel yeah. like awful to have to say you don't like something and here's why. But we're not here to be fangirls. We're here to actually review the music and talk about it from a music perspective. So, you know, I like Lisa and she had a huge triumphant debut. So congratulations to her. Just because a couple girls in New York City don't like it doesn't mean anything. She's killing it. Congratulations on your debut. We're excited to see what else you can do. We're excited for what's next. Yes. There could be something great that we might vibe with. There could be something we might vibe with better in the future. And I'm excited for that. So, okay, let's move on to something else. Change of pace yet again. Our boys, Monster X, have put out a... (laughs) Yay! Uh, Monster (laughs) X put out a single, an all-English single called One Day. The rollout seems more traditional for the United States. As you know, Monster X was really the first to release an all-English album. K-pop group. There was one K-pop group that did it like 15 years ago, but it wasn't really marketed or released in the United States. It was only digital yeah. and it wasn't, I mean, so technically they were the first, but it wasn't a thing. Monster X put out an English album that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing another one. So this is the first single off the upcoming English album, which we're both so excited about. The song is called One Day. Charity, I'm guessing you loved this because number one, it's a good song, but number two, Charity's alt is in this group. Um, it's a slow song. It's like, I feel right. like this is right up your alley. So <laughs> yeah. I about loved it. it. Oh my God. And so I didn't know if Shoni would be in this. I was hoping that he would be. And when I saw his gorgeous face in the video, oh my God. But okay. I don't want to go off on a, let me drill over show new tangent, but what I do have to say is I was so happy to see that Hyungwon and I am really got to showcase yeah. their amazing singing ability. Yeah. They really got to like own this song. They did an amazing job. Yeah. And it was cool because they're not the main vocalist usually. So to see then Shonu and Kian and Menhyuk kind of take the back seat and do supportive chorus work and let them have all the verses – I thought that was so smart and I loved it. I love letting them shine. Well, I think it works well for English as well because they have lower voices. Yes, yes. So the key and everything in the West is always lower than yeah. the K-pop stuff. But I think you're right. It's so nice to hear them shine. I think Minyuk's not really a lead of their vocals though. He's just become a lead as Wanho stepped out and now Shonu. Yeah, yeah. He's taking over yeah. kind of in those parts. But I think that's the most exciting thing with Monstax. With the smaller lineup, these sub-vocalists are really getting a chance to shine. Minyuk and Hyangwan recently have had so many parts, and I love their voices. I'm mad that we didn't get to hear them on all the early Monstax stuff. They would each get a couple lines or one line for the song. They have different style voices for K-pop. We need to hear them more. But I Am's singing voice especially sounds wonderful on this track. We know Juhani can sing. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you could argue he's the best singer in the group. He's phenomenal. Yeah. But for I Am, we've only heard him sing a little bit. He's more of the rapper rapper. Sounded so great. And I just want to say too, like so many groups have done English songs now. You have BTS, Breaking Records, just killing the world with Dynamite. And a lot of groups do English songs. I think Monsta X are the K-pop English kings. 
Yes. Their pronunciation. pronunciation. Oh my God. Yeah. Sorry to like jinx you there, but 1000%. No, they're phenomenal. And I think with their English releases, they don't sound like they're trying to cater to the Western sound, if that makes sense. It doesn't sound generic. It's still very much Monster X. And who they are as a group and their music style fits very well with English songs. So it's just a perfect marriage. They all sound wonderful on this song, but I have to tell you, and I love Hyungwon. Don't get me wrong, everyone. Hyungwon's second verse. Oh my God. Uh, But when Minya comes in at that part, that's like, but right now I'm drunk. Right now I'm wasted. He sounds so good. So good. When they did it live, they they performed this live a couple of times now. And there's a video where they did it on MTV. Oh my goodness. I had chills when he came in. It's just beautiful. Perfect part. The only criticism I have of One Day is I would peel back a few of the production layers to better hear the distinction in their voices. Mm-hmm. It was hard for me to make out Shonu at first. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to know who's singing um, because of production effects, and they don't need that. The live version yeah. to me is much better than the recorded version. So that's my only criticism here of this song Live, you can hear the distinction, and they have such interesting tones. I want to hear that yeah. in the recorded version. Yeah. You really can't. Even like Jew Honey, he has such a distinct tone to yeah. when he sings, and it did not show no. in the song. They all sound so similar. It's really hard to pick yeah. them out when you hear it. And if you know Monster X, that's not normally the case. So, no, and I'm like an expert at Shunu's yeah. voice. So when I first listened, I was like, is he even in this song? I was so confused. Yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah. that tells you there's too many effects. Yeah, peel it back. We want to hear their their distinct voices. Mm-hmm. But it is a lovely song. It has a different type of melody. And it's also just kind of a simple, sad breakup song from the guy's perspective. Yeah. It's, it's just a nice song. It's just a nice song. I'm a big fan. And this really excites me for the English release. I cannot wait for this album to come out. If it's anything like the last one, it's going to be amazing. So I'm excited for it. Music video is very simple, but again, you don't really need like anything too crazy. But they do have stuff from other videos. So they have that phone booth that makes an appearance in many videos. The Even clock. The, the clock. When they have all the cameras and almost like the surveillance videos behind mm-hmm. Kian. Yeah. That also was in Who Do You Love? That, the phone booth was also lot. in. Yeah, yeah that clocks everywhere. And then when they were outside uh, singing by the car, Hyung Won wasn't with them. And every scene where they're standing in front of the car, he's not there. Well, and there's two reasons for that. So number one, Hyung Won was quarantined because of a COVID situation on the set of his K-drama. But I also think, you know, they're outside of that house and the car plays a big role. We all know Mm -hmm. what happened in the Find You music video where Hyung Won's parents get in a car accident. And it's really sad and awful. It's the best acting. Give him his Oscar now. I'm so sick of people sleeping on Hyungwon's talent. Shout out to my Monster X bias and our mascot, Hyungwon. We love you. (laughs) But I think, so I think that, yeah, I think the storyline, you could easily tie it in here, but they didn't go too heavy because this is a US release. So yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was done really well. I did like the Easter eggs though for us. Oh yeah. Big band. But sometimes you just have to do a simple, you know, 
good looking guys being depressed in a really nice modern house about their breakup yeah, for me <laughs> oh my god when Shonu put the ring down oh I was like no don't put the ring back on put it back on no nope. broken up well broken up <laughs> well you've got a lot to fix from that video hearts were broken all of their hearts are broken so there's some got some work to do if you want to fix that relationship um <laughs> <laughs> I will do anything. <laughs> well, it might be too late. I heard he went off to the military. He was so heartbroken. So I don't know, Charity. Maybe one day you'll see him again. <laughs> speaking of, oh god, why right. are you so funny? And speaking of, um, why don't we play a clip? Um, yes. This is "One Day" by Monsta X. So beautiful i just love i love him so much at first i wasn't sure about like the chorus you know it's high and we stay high and usually i'm not a fan of that but i've grown to really love it i think it's a really interesting like it. pretty melody that's it's yeah. different and i would suggest watch the live version you guys like go to youtube type in monster x one day they did this on mtv so good so beautiful and you can hear their voices and tones better which i think serves the song really well and um, a couple of people are in sleeveless shirts and someone's been working out and his name is Hyungwon. We see you. Mm -hmm. You have got to settle down. Like <laughs> Hyungwon is really, he needs to settle down. You need a couple yeah. days off at the gym, buddy. It's getting out of control. <laughs> so just a PSA for the world. Hyungwon has been working out a lot and it's getting out of control. And now he's wearing all these sleeveless shirts. It's real noticeable. So get ready. <laughs> and we can't handle it well it's a lot i'm like where did this come from <laughs> what are you doing <sighs> whatever anyways love the song monster x congratulations can't wait for this album and you know we're going to review it and talk about it but i thought this was an interesting first single i like it i like this choice and yeah yeah can't wait to hear Good the rest job. okay sticking with monster x we've got to move on to wanho Former Monsta X member Wanho has released a new comeback. The mini album is called Blue Letter, and the single is called Blue. Okay, let's talk about this song. It's very different from everything he's done. Um, it was, you know, like a fun, super poppy dance song. I don't know if I like this lane for him. I actually, I don't. I don't like this lane for him. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. Um, I prefer him sexy I don't even know what the word I'm looking for just not this um <laughs> not this anything but this is what I want not I just this. don't think it goes with him yeah I really just it doesn't match yeah and I'm not saying you can't do different stuff of course you can I just don't think that's his lane yeah at all 
So it was okay, but not the aesthetic or a lane that I like to see him in. Well, musically, it's just such a completely different direction. Like you said, we were used to this very sleek, sexy, cool sound and visual. So this was a real curveball to get this. You know, I don't want to discourage people from trying something new. I give credit for trying a different concept. I agree with you. I don't think this one works as well for him. Uh, The song, it's very juvenile and bubblegum pop. And it also sounds like a summer song. So the timing of the release is confusing for me. Even the visuals, it's him in front of like water and it looks very summery and beach. Uh, It's September. We're in fall. So the timing of this release doesn't work. The melody is kind of reminded me of a song by Katy Perry called Never Really Over. I actually love that song, but I think the fast phrasing in the chorus isn't Wanho's bag. He has such a great voice. Don't hide it with that stuff. And then, you know, I kind of listened to the song and was like, ugh, uh, okay. The music video doesn't help. No. No, because you're way far from high school, buddy. Not to whatever yeah but it's been a minute yeah the music video it's for those of you who haven't seen it he's like a high school football player and the whole thing mm-hmm. looks like saved by the bell high school they go like hang out at the max like it's yeah. very uh juvenile which again like it's not to say you can't try different concepts but even when NCT did like 90s love and they were playing hockey, it didn't feel as juvenile as this. Something no. with yeah. this video felt really young. Like we're going to we're going to do high school football, high school football star. And it just it looked low budget and kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. So I was I was pretty disappointed with the visuals. I wasn't a fan. And, you know, we saw Just Be. They did the football concept. But I think that worked because they're a lot younger This Mm -hmm. just feels bizarre. It just, you know, they swung for the fences, tried something new. Sometimes, you know, that's, it's risky because if it works, it's like, wow, how innovative and amazing. Yeah. Uh, And then if it doesn't, you're like, what are you doing? Unfortunately, this (laughs) one uh, didn't really work for me, but let's talk about the rest of the album. Were there any songs on the album you liked? What was the rest of the album like for you? There were two songs that were very similar, uh, No Text, No Call, and Stranger. I felt like they were very acoustic guitar, a little more stripped down. The production wasn't as busy, so you really could focus on his voice, which I liked. And his voice was very clear, so it just cut right through in the best way. Um, So I liked that he was able to showcase his voice on those two songs. I liked those better for that reason. But again, just not my favorite stuff of his. I mean, it's fine. It wasn't bad. Just I prefer the other things that he's oh, released, yeah. especially that first album was amazing. So I would go back to that would be my suggestion. But it was I fine. loved the first two. I loved the song like It Ain't About You, Lose. Those were great songs as music videos. Um, and then he had the yeah. really emotional Losing You. Like, there's yes, just yeah. he's given us such great stuff that it's hard to compete with yourself sometimes but yeah, yeah. I agree with you Stranger is my favorite song on the album by far and yeah. it just felt a little more genuine to who I've grown to know him as as an mm-hmm. artist and he has space to sing yeah all those extended clear notes are perfection and I love the simplicity that melody is beautiful so that song I was relieved to hear it I thought oh yeah this is great 
Mm-hmm. But the rest kind of sounded like a step back. So agreed. You know, I'm not uh, even the titles 24 seven, no text, no call. Like it just is, <laughs> it's really basic and a step back for someone with his talent and level of yeah. artistry. So, you know, they tried something different and I'm not sure it paid off, but we're always rooting for you, Wanho. We're big fans. So definitely no shade with our opinions. Let's play a clip so the Queendom can hear what we're talking about. This is Blue from Wanho. It's all in the blue. Can you Something different. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I think for another artist, um, maybe a younger one just starting out, you know, yeah, this would have yeah. been the right call. Um, I think it was a miss, miss for Wanho, but you know. Look at us agreeing on everything this week. I know, wow. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But that also shows that it's pretty yes. strong when yeah. Charity and I both really don't both, like something. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, sure. there's a reason. So I don't know. You know, hopefully we'll get something else from him before he enlists, but the time is ticking. So we will see. Always rooting for Wanho. Happy to see him doing his thing and hope the best for him. Okay, let's move on. 17, in the soup. Let's move on to something so relaxing and healing, as they say. We're in the forest with 17. These last couple episodes were phenomenal. Let's just talk about our highlights and thoughts. What did you think? Uh, I love seeing them work together, creating the song. I thought it was Mm -hmm. so cute. And I love that Dino and Hoshi were super involved with the lyrics and they all really contributed. And Woozy's Mr. Producer, which was really cute. And I love seeing them drink and sing together. Oh my God. Be silly. What a fun drunk my night. Favorite. Really favorite. fun. No, I just like watching them interact and kind of seeing how they break off into smaller groups. Yeah. Is really fun. So you really can get to know their personalities um, and how they interact together in those smaller groups too. The dynamics are, are interesting. Yes. I completely agree. It's nice. It's, it's always interesting to see like who gets along with who the best and the conversations they have and like yeah, different yeah. personalities. I think DK has a really outgoing and fun personality and he's yeah. grown on me immensely watching this. I love seeing him cook and I love that he's so passionate yes. about it. <laughs> yeah. One part that I thought was interesting, Wan Wu said he definitely choose mountains over the ocean any day. I disagree. Water brings yeah, me, water brings me calm and it kind of, there's something about the water that always feels very healing to me. You're the same, right? Same, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, eh, I don't know about that, but it is very beautiful. Um, I loved Vernon in Chinese class. Right? Look at him trying so hard. Smart is sexy. <laughs> I don't know how many languages that man speaks, but it was it was interesting when they have free time. He's got his laptop and he's doing his online yeah. Chinese class. I liked that there was one moment where DK was sitting, who was he sitting with? Sun Quan, maybe? 
And he was mm-hmm. reading a book out loud called Don't Try Too Hard, Just Relax. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can see where something that would be really helpful for all these guys. They have so much pressure and they're always so hard on themselves. So yeah, that was nice. The eight painting that giant canvas in nature. Yeah. Oh, my God. So happy too doing it. He I was so, happy. so excited to see that. Like, I would love to do that. That's just so exciting. The thought of it. Big canvases are really exciting when you're when you're a painter. And I loved the finished piece. I loved it. Boy, has the eight moved up my list of biases in 17. Like, oh my God. I thought that was so cool. I want to drink coffee at the cute campsite with Hoshi and Joshua. Yeah. Oh, they picked out the beans themselves. They're like, these ones smell the best. Let's make a blend. They grind them and they drink coffee at this really adorable little campsite. Like, that's my type of camping. Let's drink yeah. coffee. If coffee's involved, I'm so there for it. If coffee wasn't involved, I'm like, ugh, no thank you. Woozy, I thought his conversation with Joshua in the kitchen was interesting, where they talked about their audition and all of that. More insight into his story, which was really nice. And I loved movie night in the tent, like the projector. Yeah, that, that really fun. Vernon in the eight setup. I thought that was really cool. It's really cool to watch this and kind of think about your personality and what you would like to do. And it's just, they're relaxed and able to kind of enjoy things and it makes you relax watching it. So yeah, this has just been a wonderful, um, in the soups, wonderful. I'm excited for BTS's season, which will be in October, but we still have two more episodes of 17 and for charity and I, this has just been a great way to get to know their individual personalities. You know, my bias is a million percent now Hoshi. I still love Vernon. He's right there. But Hoshi's just like, I love him. So Hoshi's my bias. Vernon's wrecker. The eight's up there on my wrecker list now. Anyone who's an artist, that always moves them way up my list. Um, (laughs) Really cool show. So if you're interested in 17, check it out. If you're a carrot, I hope you're enjoying it along with us. Okay, moving on. Another show that's the complete opposite. NCT Life and Gap Young. We're back in the pool more competition as NCT does. So there's there was like the tug of war. I thought uh, Yuta winning the tug of war, beating Jaehan and Johnny was surprising. It made me very happy. I was rooting for him. Uh, Yuta, speaking of moving up bias list, Yuta has just, phew, my goodness. I am very shocked by this, but every episode he just snatches me further and further and further. And I have to say, Johnny was being a little bit of a sore loser. Like, oh, I slipped. It's slippery. No, he wasn't. The floor probably was slippery over there. Have you ever played tug of war in a pool? It is slippery. I, don't know. I just think that they didn't like that they lost and they well, were they're competitive. Not being very good sportsmen about it. Because Heavily should have won. Heavily should have won. And Lightly was like, oh no, it's so slippery. Well. Let's now do a group one instead of, you know, because heavily won the individual ones and then they're like no 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 we slipped so now they had to do a group one which they lost <laughs> wait the group one i'm sorry to laugh but so i thought that jagwoo was gonna drown jagwoo was at the front and like it was i was getting really worried i'm like uh this is like getting crazy and it, i thought it was so cute when taeyong was like jungwoo you did really well like, it was really cute. <laughs> Taeyong is such yeah. a good leader, the way that he, yeah. like, kind of cheers on everyone. Um, I thought that was really cute. Whack-a-mole was very funny. 
It was funny, but Mark kept cheating again. Yeah, Mark is a cheater. Are we not going to, like, call out that there's cheating involved? Like, come on. Mark's a cheater. We saw it. Yeah. I was getting very mad. Let my boys win, damn it. <laughs> well, I wasn't rooting for your team because Jayhan was on Mark's team. I so. know, I know, I know. I'm not gonna, we're not going to let anyone win, Charity. We're going to do what it takes. <laughs> do what it takes. I feel like I would be really good at that game because I can hold my breath a really long time. So I would have just stayed under. I would have never popped my head up, ever. <laughs> like, there's no need to pop your head up. But again, very competitive. The volleyball game was funny. I thought it was really funny that Dooyog sucked so bad. <laughs> and Taeyog finally was like, Dooyog needs to switch places with Haechen. Like, you guys, yeah, you two need to switch places because he sucks so bad. The whistle sound during volleyball drove me nuts. This is an aside, yeah. but can the editors please chill? There was this loud whistle every single time it was a new serve or a new point. And it was like distracting as like, we don't, we know that there's a new serve happening. We don't need a loud whistle noise. Right. So that was a big miss with the editors of the show. Like otherwise they're always really funny and great, but I was like, eh. and I like when they come out of the pool and they get warm tea with lemon and grapefruit. I was like, oh my <laughs> yeah, God, that'd be amazing. I guess it was cold that day. I thought these episodes were fun. I'm looking forward to yeah. the cooking battle next week. I know. And I think it's interesting how innocent and young Young looks. Young without hair and makeup, when he's wearing like a t-shirt and shorts, he looks completely different from his stage persona. It's so funny that this like harmless looking guy becomes that fierce, sexy leader of NCT on stage. I know. It's... Talk about duality. Oh, this boy. I'm really excited for this comeback charity. I'm not gonna lie. I am... So excited for NCT 127. Every teaser we've seen, everything that's come out. Amazing. This is going to be a massive, massive comeback in the K-pop world. I am dying. I can't wait to see it. We're going to review it next week. We're going to talk about it next week. It comes out on Friday. So when a lot of you are listening to this, it could already be out. We could already be listening to it, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. I'll definitely already be listening to it. <laughs> well, duh. I'm going to listen to it at midnight. <laughs> I'm listening to it at midnight on Thursday. They're kind of gearing it. I love that they're doing that. It comes out midnight our time on Thursday. So love it, love it. Like a traditional U.S. release, you know, New Music Friday. And they're premiering Sticker on James Corden Friday night. So the first Amazing. time we see the performance will be on James Corden. Shout out to him for always including K-pop acts. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Also, shout out to Jimmy Fallon. You know, Lisa performed her song on Jimmy Fallon last week. He also includes K-pop acts and shows them love and respect. So... That's awesome. The more K-pop we can bring to the United States and showcase why we're obsessed with this, the better. Yeah. Everyone needs to be obsessed with it. <laughs> I think we probably have two more episodes of uh, Life in Gap Young 2. That'll end next week. But then NCT releases a brand new reality show today. And I'm like, you guys, you still have this we one going on. Up. Like, right? Oh, oh my God. goodness. Seriously, like just keeping up with this stuff is more hours than a full-time job. Being a K-pop fan, it's like, good luck with everything else in my life because I always, (laughs) I I always have all this stuff to do. And I think people in my like real life, the locals have no idea, but I'm like, I'm busy. I can't, I have to like watch 500 hours of content, like it never ends. (laughs) And it's not like I have to, I I don't want to put it that way because this is what I want to do, but it's like, I can't miss this. There's a new NCT reality show. Like, yeah. I have to watch this. So NCT is feeding us content and I'm dying. I cannot wait. This electric cowboy in Vegas stuff with sticker, that teaser, get me out of here. I, yes. That is Western. I can get behind. It's Western done right. 
And yeah. I am telling you, <laughs> I'm already dead. Like, I really think the Sun CT comeback is going to be the one that kills me, you guys. Like, I made it through Stray Kids. I made it. I'm still here. Well, next week, I'm not going to be. Next week, I'm not going to be. Because I'm telling you, the teaser, both Jaehyun and Taeyong are wearing, like, nothing. It's too much for me. This is going to be... NCT 127 from top to bottom, I think is one of the most handsome groups in all of K-pop. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. these guys come for you. And with this comeback, they're like, we know, and we're coming for you so incredibly <laughs> intensely hard. Good luck surviving, Emily. Good luck. I feel RIP. Well, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> and at least now I know I'm not going to, I'm not going to write time to die on Twitter. Cause I'll get banned. <laughs> I can't write stuff like this on Twitter. I didn't know that that was like a threat that I was going to kill someone. And I got, my account got locked for a while. That's what happened during Stray Kids. So I think at least I'm more prepared for this, but I don't know if we can prepare. It's going to be a wild ride next week. So buckle up, buckaroos. Anyways, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) Did I forget anything from NCT Life? No, no. All right, let's talk about the news because we have to talk about the VMAs. MTV Video Music Awards were this past week on Sunday night. If you didn't watch it, good for you. Congratulations because you didn't miss anything. (laughs) No, seriously, it's crap. And I'm going to be really honest. Like watching U.S. award shows now, it just like cements why I love K-pop so much. All the performances look so boring and lazy. Like it's just such a different world from the level of performance we're used to with K-pop. So... You didn't miss anything, but there's some controversy, Charity. Okay. Of course. So BTS won three VMAs, Group of the Year, Best K-Pop, and Song of the Summer for Butter. Obviously, as they should. Of course they did. But here's the controversy. Oh my God, I'm annoyed even saying this. First, they lost Best Choreography. I don't know how. First of all, if you look at these nominees, I'm not going to list them off whatever but they lost best choreography to a harry styles video no are you effing kidding me are you kidding me what choreography it was stupid it was like ballroom dancing crap oh that's so difficult have you seen the choreography for butter have you seen that music video and you're gonna say anything else that was released this year was better than the butter choreography (laughs) Mm -mm. not on my watch That was total BS. That's just the VMAs handing something to Harry Styles. It is BS. And Harry Styles doesn't need more awards. And I don't care. It's not about him. It's about his choreographer, whatever. The choreographer for Butter got robbed. We all know that was the best choreography. This is a joke. This right there tells you what a joke this award show is. And we all know that. But like still, to have that happen, it's just like, it'd be laughable if I wasn't so annoyed. Then it's not over. They lose fan-voted awards. Fan-voted to for best song, they lost to Olivia Rodrigo. And for best pop, they lost to Justin Bieber. Lies. That's crap. Lies, yeah. lies, 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 lies. Yep. BTS doesn't lose fan-voted awards. Everyone Never. knows that. The ARMY votes 24-7 nonstop. ARMY is the most powerful fandom in the entire world. They're not losing yeah. a fan vote to Olivia Rodrigo. No. And that's the thing is like, does MTV not, do they think we're stupid and that we would believe this for a second? Well, that here's any other what happened. Fandom- here's what happened. Justin Bieber went to the awards and so did Olivia Rodrigo and she performed. BTS didn't send in a performance video. 
they're busy. If they would have, and if they would have attended, trust me, they would have won those three awards. That's how these award shows work because the publicist will say, well, why would he show up? What's he winning? Is there anything in it for him? That's how all of this stuff mm-hmm. works, you guys. If yeah. you don't know that, yeah. that's how it works. So BTS lost because they didn't show up. Good for them for not showing up, honestly. Yeah. They wouldn't have been respected. It would have been a total waste of time for them. So the VMAs are such a joke anyway. MTV hasn't yeah. been relevant for like 25 years. So whatever. I mean, congratulations to BTS. They won some awards, but whatever. It's... it's it was just the biggest joke ever anyways moving on um bts the good news is their presidential envoy activities started this week in south korea so unfortunately for us they did not show up for the vmas or met gala but again it's really not a loss they're better than that they don't need to be at these events because they were at the blue house with the president of south korea they have more important things to do (laughs) right our boys are booked and busy diplomats now they do not need to be doing this other stuff They were actually handed diplomat passports by the president um, in a special ceremony on Tuesday before leaving for their envoy trip to the United States. That's huge. Diplomat passports are a very big deal. Um, So BTS, they're just, they're in a different realm. And boy, did they look handsome. Oh my goodness. Very, very proud of them. That was a really cool ceremony to watch and it's, they deserve it. Excited for BTS. More BTS news. We've got another online concert coming October 24th. BTS, Permission to Dance on Stage. It's their first full online concert since last year, and those were phenomenal. Oh, my God. That concert was amazing. So I'm very excited about this. I'm a little bit concerned about the time. 6.30 p.m. Korean time. Oh, God, help us. So let's hope that they do what they did last year where we can watch it later watch the recording that night at like nine or whatever because yeah i really don't want to do this 5 30 a.m thing Ugh. rough yeah come on guys like if you've been like catering to the western audience and breaking bts in america then give an american time for the concert as well give us an option right. to watch it that night that's all i'm asking just give us an option yeah. to watch it later that night fingers crossed for that okay you heard our opinions on the lalisa music video Clearly, the rest of the world disagreed with us. Lisa broke the YouTube 24-hour record for a solo artist, beating Taylor Swift with 73.6 million views. So wow, she's breaking records all over the place. Blackpink also became the most subscribed artist on YouTube with 65.2 million subscribers. Wow. So the rest of the world disagrees with us. They like that. <laughs> uh, but congratulations to them. I mean, they're they're ridiculously killing it. So... If the formula works, why change it? I get it. Speaking of Blackpink, Rosé from Blackpink was in New York City for the Met Gala. She attended as well as K-pop singer CL. They were the first female K-pop artist to attend. Your boy Lay from XO, I know he's attended. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else, but okay, let's talk about those looks. Well, she wore something that she wore in a photo shoot, so... Yeah, that's not what the Met Gala is. It's, supposed to, it's no. always custom from the designer... Yeah, uh, it was not a good look. I'm sorry. It just, this is the Met Gala. And it didn't even look like a formal dress. What, a white dress with a black bow or something? Or black dress with a, a white bow? a black dress with a white bow. It looked like a cocktail dress. And we've already yeah. seen it in a photo shoot. So with the same kind of accessories. There was something lost there because the Met Gala is giant ball gowns, ridiculously over the top outfits and custom made never before seen. 
So everyone was looking forward to Rosé. Everyone was dying to see what she was going to wear. This was her opportunity to walk in with a 40-foot train and claim like the it girl of K-pop. And it really fell flat. Yeah, I was shocked that that's what she attended in. CL, on the other hand, I loved. CL came, she got the assignment, you know, the theme was America, American independence. And she wore this denim Alexander Wang creation, like dress type thing, but it was tied in a traditional handbook way on top, which I thought was really cool. And then she had on like kind of white Calvin Klein type underwear. I liked her look. I thought she killed it. She was on theme, edgy, what you should do at the Met Gala. For sure. So that was interesting. I want the boys to be invited. Invite some of these guys to the Met Gala and they'll show everyone up. You don't even know. Anyways, <laughs> so that happened this week. Espa. Espa has a comeback on October 5th with a mini album. It'll be their first comeback. So we'll give our review on that. I'm excited, really excited for that. Next Level has grown on me immensely. Speaking of comebacks, Super Junior D&E come back in October with a full-length album. Ooh. Yeah, the guys are back. So look forward to that. Uh, the lineup for the annual Incheon concert on September 25th has been announced, and it's stacked. NCT 127, ESPA, The Boys, Everglow, Stacy, Woods, wow. CIX, Cravity, it's everyone. So that's really exciting. Um, that's online. So I think we can all watch. When I went and clicked on like the website, it crashed. But I'm going to figure it out before next weekend because I really want to watch that. Very cool. Um, congratulations to the boys of P1 Harmony. Speaking of Olivia Rodrigo, they did a cover of her hit Good For You. And it's phenomenal. I love this. It is so cool. Really smart from their team to cover a super popular song, you know, in America and worldwide. That song is huge. And they put their spin on it. Intuck has a verse that's like insane. It's so cool. So check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, P1 Harmony, Olivia Rodriguez, Good For You cover. And P1 Harmony, they're coming to the States. Our friends in LA will get to see P1 Harmony in October. They're going to be performing at a soccer game between um, the LA Football Club and Seattle Saunders. So that's exciting. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, we're getting BTS in New York. So I can't be mad that they're not coming to New York. At least <laughs> we've had some people with their feet on the New York City soil uh, in our city. But it's just cool to see movement of any kind uh, with K-pop groups coming over here, praying for concerts to come back in 2022. We've got to see these guys live. Kai has been announced as the global ambassador for Seoul Fashion Week of spring 2022. Ugh. Kai from XO. That makes sense. So fashionable. So handsome. Anna Wintour wears his invite to the Met Gala. Right. He would have brought the fashion. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. And happy birthday to Virgos celebrating this week, including Namjoon, Han, Felix. They've all had birthdays. So congratulations. Happy birthday. We love all of you guys. Happy birthday to all the Virgos out there listening. Okay, Charity, it's time for our song of the week. What is your song of the week this week? We had a lot of music to choose from. I know. I have to go with Deja Vu from Atiz because I just really, really love that song a lot. Yeah. 
I mean, I love Monster X's song, but yeah, Deja Vu was it's hard. Great. It's hard. Yeah. And, and, well, and even though I didn't love Wanho's album, I love Stranger. There's a lot of good songs, mm-hmm. different stuff to choose from. But I'm like you, I'm going with the tease. I'm going to yeah. go with All About You. I think that's the standout song on the album. I adore it. Everyone go listen to All About You from a tease. Listen to that whole album. Amazing comeback from the guys. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome album. Next week, as I mentioned a million times, NCT 127. Be sure to listen. I don't know if I'll be here for the recording. I don't know how this weekend's going to work. <laughs> I, I I can't do this. Like they're, oof, this, this is going to be, this is going to be it. I'm coming off straight kids. I'm coming off red lights and everything else. And here we come. Here comes Taeyong and Jaehyun. Like I, oof. anyways, I love it. Next week, we'll have a full review of the comeback from NCT 127. And speaking of Stray Kids, they've released almost all of the music videos that they teased for us from No Easy. And there's a lot. And I know that you're all waiting to hear our opinions on Red Lights. We're going to talk about all the music videos next week and talk about our favorites. So don't worry. You will hear, speaking of dying, not being able to do it, we're going to talk about Red Lights and we're going to talk about the other videos. Cheese, The View, Surfing came out today. There's a lot to talk about with Stray Kids. So we wanted to kind of not gloss over it and give that a special segment. And there's a lot of other stuff we'll be talking about next week too. Don't worry. Please come back. New episodes are released every Thursday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of our community. Thank you for being part of this fun K-pop world with us. I'm sure you agree or disagree with our opinions. That's great. (laughs) That's what music's here for. We all vibe with different stuff. And, you know, we thank you for being part of this. Um, If there's a group that you really love that we haven't talked about or you think deserves more love, slide into our DMs. Let us know. We're happy to listen and give a review. We found amazing groups like that. Like last week, we talked about Purple Kiss for the second time that our friend Danny introduced us to. Love them. I'm still listening to Zombie nonstop. So please feel free to do that or just slide into the DMs and say hi. We'd love to get to know you and where you're listening from. Thank you so, so much. Seriously, we love you guys. We love the queendom. We will be here next Thursday. New episode. So have a great weekend. I hope you're safe and happy and healthy. And if not, I hope you find comfort in good music. We will talk to you later. Love you. Love you guys. Bye.